Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you so choose to listen to this audio, you are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> and let me tell y'all something, my leaders. I'm very excited to have y'all on this one today just because the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me and I was going to record this message for the YouTube Jaja's mic if you're not subscribed check it out Jaja's mic on YouTube but something happened where I had no memory for this and I said you know what let me let me let me podcast this I feel like this is a podcast motion maybe this is a sign to continue these moving forward um this one today is about self-control we're gonna get right into it I was doing a coaching call and something hit me earlier where I looked at my notes and I wrote something a few months back that talked about self-control and I wanted to know why was it so difficult to have self-control like God what is it you know it is tough it is it is a battle at times you know we want to do something but God is like, nah, you need to wait. I need you to have this level of patience. You need it. You need it. And so for what reason? And as I'm reading what is self-control, I recognize I never answered or finished the paper. And it's not until today I'm sitting over here in Austin, Texas by the lake. And I'm led to open up the book to Ephesians, the good book. And I open up to Ephesians, my leader. And when I open up to Ephesians, here's what I wrote down. I wrote down Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. And it says, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Verse 12, that we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. And the reason why this is so powerful, my leader, is let's read this again. But but first ask the question. Okay, Lord, why um, is self-control so difficult? (laughs) You're talking to God. You know, you're like, God, okay. Lord, come on. Why, Why is it so difficult? And you read this again. This is the Lord. He's just kind of being passive aggressive. Read the book, Ja. Just coach Ja. Read the book. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. It says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Okay, there's a promise there. Being predestined, something that's predestined here before we were born according to the purpose whose purpose not mine of him who's him jesus god who worketh all things after the counsel of his own when i had to read that over and over and over again and i said this thing says who worketh all things after the counsel so you look at that word counsel and the word counsel when you break down counsel means advice means guidance recommendations guidelines that verse says work it all things after jesus works all things after the advice of his own will 
after the guidance of his own will, after the recommendations, after the guidelines of his own will. God has his own guidelines. Why? Verse 12, that we should be to the praise of his glory, that we should be of the praise. You ever praise something? Right? God is praiseworthy for a reason. He wants us to be at a praise, meaning he wants us to be at a standard. And he can't get us at a standard that's up to his level if he's going off of our advice, off of our counsel, off of the things that we desire. Right? This is what I want. So many times we go into prayer and we asking God, hey, God, uh, you know, I just got some advice for how I'm going to be satisfied. Right. I got some advice for how I'm going to, you know, <laughs> you know, feel fulfillment in this world. Like, check out these recommendations. Matter of fact, check out this list. And so we're praying for this list of things. Right. Because we feel like this is going to be everything we need to be at the standard. But that's not what the word is speaking about. It's not saying that at all. Right? He working all things after his counsel. After the guidelines he set for us. That's why it's hard to have self-control. Because once again, self-control... The reason we're so impulsive is predicated on the things we need now. If there's this inheritance that we are promised that's not predicated necessarily on today, that means there's going to be some patience. There's going to be some waiting involved. There's a wait. There's a wait. And so I wrote down, Jesus doesn't look for our counsel, which is our advice. He already has guidelines set in place to lead us to an inheritance. This is why it's so frustrating. Self-control or the lack of it goes against God's will. It's impulsively predicated on our own will, our own counsel, which comes from our own desires. In the Bible, we talked about our heart being deceitful above all things, above all else. <laughs> and then so I start reading again. I start reading even more. Okay, okay. Okay, so you got a standard. You got a standard for us. You got this counsel. This, but you know, you work at all things according to your advice. All right. Okay, so let me keep reading. Then. So, what does that really mean? And here's the reason: because in chapter two, and you had quickened. That word "quickened" means. This is uh, chapter 2, verse 1. And you had he quickened, quickened, made alive, to come alive. This is an old English word. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. So he made us alive from where we were at. We were dead from our trespasses and sins. Things that went against his will. Verse 2, where in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, right, being conformed to the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, Satan, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. This is, once again, disobedient, impulsivity, you know, your own counsel, those desires of your heart, the things that go against the will of God. You're in disobedience. You don't care about God's counsel, his recommendations. Verse three, among whom also 
We all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature, by nature, the children of wrath, even as others. Verse 4, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened, made us alive, us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and had raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches in his grace, in his kindness, towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. My goodness. My goodness. So, my leaders, by nature, check this out. We are already children of wrath. Ready, children of wrath. This is just, this is just being children of disobedience, of a disobedient nature. Children who need correction. Children who need counsel. Children born into this world who believe that we know best. Impulsivity brings us directly into proximity with that very idea of us being of this world. Understand this, my leaders. This is why self-control and believing that through faith that if I can just practice this level of patience... It's going to be far greater than what I'm checking for right now. I'm going to be honest, my There's sometimes that as a single man that um, I'm like, God, I need my queen right now. I need her. <laughs> Lord, I need her right now. Lord, please. I need my queen right now. I need it. And I recognize the impulsivity of that because I'm I'm saying need. I don't need nothing. I don't need anything but the food and the fruit and the guidance that comes from Jesus Christ, his peace, his love. I don't need that. And if 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 I am this impulse impulsive at this moment. Saying, yo, I need this thing, this external thing. When I get it, I'm going to be disappointed. Because I'm going to recognize it's not going to satisfy the very place that God was looking to satisfy in my level of singleness. In the space where I didn't have the thing that he needed me. That he was, what, look, check this out. That he already predestined, right? At, a, at an appointed time, no. God doesn't give us everything the first Moments that we're born in Christ or born again or in this world, right? Just as the child doesn't immediately turn five and and gets the keys to the Bentley, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or immediately graduates from K 
kindergarten and has to partake in college courses. It's, it's levels to this. But there's an inheritance, but there's levels to this. There's studying that needs to be done. There's an analyzation that needs to take place in identity, purpose. Who are you? Who are you, woman of God? Who are you, man of God? Who are you? What is your walk? What is your purpose? What have you been called here to do? You know, uh, further in the verse, you'll see something very potent and it's beautiful. And it says, Paul is writing here. This is chapter one. And if you go to 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Right. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling. And the what the riches of glory of his inheritance in the saints. Look at this. Like this is this is this is where our faith increases that you may know the hope of his calling. That's what that's what patience is about. Part of this being enabled to wait is predicated on a place of patience. That is not only saying wait, but when we have our eyes on Christ Jesus, who is sitting at the right hand, who is above what the scripture says, above all. Check this out. Above all principalities, 21 and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in which to come. Immediately when you put your mind and your thoughts on Christ, which Isaiah said, those who keep their thoughts on thee will experience perfect peace. You become above all things, right? Above all of your problems, above all of your, your concerns. And so because of this, this is where we can get a higher understanding of our current circumstance and our current situation. You're above you're enlightened now. You're at a higher place of consciousness. Now this is the hope now that we start to receive a new hope, a new perspective. Because we're not dwelling on our problems. We're not dwelling in the low state of our impulsivity. The desires that need to be craved today. That once once met, it's, it leaves you feeling great for a few. But you need to continue to go back to that. Just to satisfy the flesh that can't advance you anywhere but the immediate moment of gratification. God works differently in the spirit and gives you something that when inherited, you get to feel this level of fulfillment that goes far beyond just immediate gratification. It's something far superior. Others can feel it. Others can dwell in it. Others can benefit from it. It's a kingdom gift, not a worldly Destruction device. Patience is needed, my leaders, because we are becoming who God has already predestined us to be. Why is self-control so tough? My leader, the answer is here. 
Self-control means that you need to work on desiring things of the spirit. Which come when we practice patience. And keep our mind in the midst of patience on a hope that's far greater than this moment of lust. A hope that promises far greater than this satisfaction that's going to take place if I curse this person out. (laughs) Right? Or if I call this boot thing. I get back in touch with this person. Right? I take that one opportunity that you know you ain't going to be in for like more than six months or three months. It's about going towards things that are going to stretch you towards an inheritance. All right, and I just want y'all to really touch on that today, my leader, who's listening to this audio. It's way bigger than satisfying the flesh. It's way bigger than that. God has a standard. For you that's predicated on guidelines. Literally, he's looking at he's like he's looking at your path. My leader listening to the audio. And like, oh, I think this person going off course. Let me hold up. Is are they going off course? And, you know, I know I'll put this in their life and that in their life, but I think they're kind of really going off course. Let me look at the guidelines again. Let me look at the rule book. Uh oh no 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 no. They kind of going off way off course here. Let me get them back. Oh, my leader, if you're listening to the audio, you are coming back. <laughs> Make no mistake. You have never gone astray too far. You're coming back. So you haven't been sent this message for no reason. You're coming back. You don't need five, eight, ten months of being doing correct. You just need now to profess that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You just need to repent right now. Just repent. What does repent mean? Repent just means acknowledge the the dirt that you did recently, the thoughts you were thinking, something you may have just fell into maybe two seconds ago, and confess that to Jesus Christ, apologize for it, and now decide today is the best day of your life. Like, today I'm moving forward. Today my life will never be the same. This is a decision that must be made every single day. What's going on, man? Every single day. How y'all doing? This is a decision. This is a decision. So remember that. You got to remember that. Just repent. (laughs) Repent. Repent. Forgive yourself for your level of impulsivity, the passion in which you have that goes against the will of God. Forgive yourself, right? You are about to be recentered like you've never been recentered before, okay? But forgive yourself. My leaders, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you in Jesus' mighty name for guiding the leader here who is listening to this audio. And I just... 
I just want them to experience a peace today. A peace that is only from a space of forgiving themselves, you know. Father, today we just touched on self-control and it's to my awareness that many of us battle with impulsivity. We battle with things not quite looking like how we think they should look. And we feel like we're distant. We feel like we're lost, but we're not distant. We're not lost. (laughs) You're here. He's asking us to place our mind above impulsivity, above our flesh and our mind. Place it above. Place it in this thing called the spirit. How do we how do we place it in the spiritual space where we read more of what your word says about the spirit? We read more of your word, period. We feed ourselves with understanding what patience means and understanding what your hope means, understanding what this inheritance looks like. And we know that nothing now can ever even come close to what has already been predestined, what you've already literally given us through this inheritance so father i pray for my leader to forgive themselves today repent of their sins and know that you love them and your grace is a gift and if we understand that your grace is a gift lord we can experience a new space of peace that we've never experienced before that's all we want right now we just want to experience this level of peace they ask for peace they ask for guidance and father i declare and decree that there's going to be a new level of transformation, new revelations coming in their lives this season. New leaders, new friendships, old things about to move away, being thrown in a trash can. You know, defeated mindsets about to be cleared up. We're going to start new projects, but we're going to start doing things inspired by the Holy Spirit. And we're going to know that this is you. So, Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.